And hello, hello, welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It is September 28th when we're recording this, the week, the week, the week after Long Beach, Russia, Las Vegas. Zach here as always, joined with Alex as always, but not as hello. always. We are joined today by a recurring, now we're, you're officially a recurring character. I can't believe this. Your second appearance, I at I am Brooke Curran. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. Thank so you, glad to Alex. have you back. How have you been doing? How's school? How's life? How like oh, what's up? What's up, man? I've been living, laughing, loving. <laughs> Me too, bestie. I so I basically have COVID right now, um, nonchalantly, and it's nonchalantly because I'm vaccinated. So get vaccinated. My symptoms aren't that bad. Period. Yep get vaccinated just saying all nascar drivers listening to this get vaccinated y'all don't want to catch it the week of phoenix and you in the championship four just saying the hell are you gonna do then (laughs) (laughs) i think about that a lot too and i was thinking what the hell we gonna do now (laughs) dead ass though like what happens if like max Verstappen catches covid um (laughs) bitch they will christian horner put his ass in the car He's like, Helmet Marco would put his ass in the car. Christian Horner would find some way to get the FIA to, like, fucking change a rule for Just them. Just push it under the rug or something. They would oh, find definitely. some way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's hilarious. Nah, shit crazy, man. Um, but yeah, no, I'm doing good. My symptoms are mild. I'm chilling. I probably sound well, easily. Well, uh, shall we talk about the IndyCar? Oh, you're good. Uh, shall we talk about the IndyCar race? The IndyCar, yeah. Um, the Grand Prix of Long Beach. The what, like, it's like the second biggest IndyCar race of the year. So mm-hmm. big, we put it on NBCSN, and only <laughs> three hundred thousand people watched it. It was great. I the championship, why. like, it's oh, the championship finale too. That just kind of mm-hmm. sucks. Like, because yeah. like, when is Long Beach going to be the championship finale again? It really should just stay the finale. I really I like, like that. It. I fuck with it. I fuck with street courses as the, as the finale. We've had it the past two years. And mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a different type of vibe with it. I feel like it's so perfect for IndyCar. Like, go right. to a big city for the championship. I don't know, right? Mm. Right. Like, Laguna um, Seca is cool, but I uh, Long Beach really had the vibes of a championship weekend. And it's, a, it's already a big race. Yeah. So I feel like the stakes were even higher. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right. But um, Colton Herta is the man. Yeah. Holy shit. He just won the last two races of the season. Um, he basically, him. as soon as he got the lead from Joseph from, um, did he get that through pit strategy? I don't remember. I think he just passed him. He was just, just so fast. No, you're like, right. He was just, he started 14th. Yeah. It was around lap 30 and he ended up passing Joseph and he took off. I remember it was on one of those restarts. I, I was thinking of strategy because Ray Hall and uh, Castro Nevis mm-hmm. were like doing weird shit with their strategy um yeah so bestie won the race but then joseph was coming at the end i remember mm-hmm. i kind of took a nap during the race because i was sick um, and a fake fan fuck you <laughs> <laughs> so i i had a question for brooke uh you were after the race you were saying colton was gonna wear his range crocs in victory lane uh, what is what is that about? What, what does are, that mean? What are the ranch crocs? Oh my god, the I, I ranch crocs. This. Yeah. How do you guys know about this? I don't I, know about this. I don't. Okay, I don't know how I found out about it. I feel like 
somebody put it on my timeline they were like why is this like a thing or whatever and mm-hmm. me being me i was like oh my god this is the best thing ever so i looked <laughs> up hidden valley they're sponsored by hidden valley ranch so no. i looked up hidden valley ranch crocs and it turns out you have to enter a drawing to like be able to buy these crocs like it's not like you enter the drawing you win the drawing you get the crocs no you have to uh-huh. enter the drawing just to buy the crocs oh that's some, that's <laughs> some gucci shit so oh my god you're right holy shit he's looking them up <laughs> i'm i'm trying to look them up i just saw a picture of where to go crocs crocs i forgot i just showed oh. me ranch bottles <laughs> they're so cute <laughs> so, so you were so saying I, that colton would enter the win these right i feel like Col- yeah colton being colton he's like a, you know he's a, he's a meme guy he's one of us mm-hmm. he wasn't he wasn't even verified on twitter until like a couple months ago like so he <laughs> right, was just right. he's like one of us he's one of us he's like 20 years old like you know and i was like colton heard would definitely wear the ranch crocs <laughs> and when he won the race and polo won the championship yeah. i was like now that they both won him and polo are going to share a pair of the ranch crocs and one of my followers was like i'm I get trying that. to decide i'm trying to decide if they're sharing if they each get like no. a shoe or if they're both wearing them at the same time <laughs> no polo has the kfc crocs there's kfc oh, crocs yes. because yes. that man likes fried chicken that yes. bitch that bitch is wearing the kfc crocs and Colton's oh got the, the ranch Crocs. I see that. I feel like Colton Herta smells like ranch. <laughs> okay. I just, I just, I think I have a thing with guys in long hair. I need to get over it. I know they don't smell. It's just like. It smells think, like ranch specifically. I feel like I've been exposed to a lot of men with long hair and they just didn't take anybody, care of themselves. Okay. Anybody who's listening to this, I just, I, it's like, so anybody who's listening to this, I'm sorry, please don't get offended, but it is so unattractive to me when a man has, like, their ears is, like, the limit for me, like, as far as hair goes. Berries and cream. Like, Berries and I have and a friend cream. that, like, loves mullets, and, like, I'm like... <laughs> Dude. But oh, Colton Hurt is an exception, and Ryan Blaney. I can tolerate. I can tolerate Blaney. Nah, oh, Colton Hurt likes berries and cream. Y'all know what that means, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you get the meme, Alex? I, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Alex, that TikTok you sent me the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't. I can't with y'all. Um, uh, okay. Um, so ranch croc wearer, Colton Herta, dominated the race at Long Beach. Yep. Um Whore. any thoughts on that? Joseph can't win shit. I think he's he Sorry, go ahead, Brooke. Colton Herta is the American hero that we need. I said Colton Herta is the American hero that we need. Okay. And of course, everybody, journalists being journalists and the media being media, everyone's like, oh, he should go to F1. Let's push him into F1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's push him into F1 so he can drive a hoss and see how good yeah. that, see what good that does. And just never see him on screen again. That perfect idea. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They don't tell, they don't say that shit about Joseph. They specifically Colton, Pato, and like really those two, they've been pushing it on them so and much. Joseph was the only one who would qualify for a super license, too. Yeah, because he's that bitch. Yeah. And like, let's talk about Joseph for a second because he would like, he would kill it in F1. Not like he'd win with the media, he'd be able to handle that, you know, like all the pressure. Oh, yeah, he's and all cute. That. He, I mean, 
Look at Lando Norris. He'll have so many fans on him, dude. And I think he could handle the pressure, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Joseph uh, did not win the championship. The SS New Garden for twenty twenty one or the uh, fucking race. It the, the ship sunk. It was pretty much very wounded last week. Uh, Glad I got off it when I did. <laughs> you can't. You came back on. You climbed back aboard. Yeah. <laughs> You, you kept your life jacket like on. You never That's the thing. I kept the life jacket. I uh, wasn't like part. Bullshit. I wasn't on like the second floor with y'all partying and drinking champagne. Mm. Like I, I was like, mm, y'all know that girl. meme. Hmm? Y'all know that meme where it's like, where it's like Bugs Bunny staring into the barrel of a gun, and he's like, he's like, Lord forgive me, but it's time to go back to the old me. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? Colton, when he decided to start winning again this year, yeah, because he's big chungus. <clears throat> um, so Sorry, I was looking up the meme. No, it's okay. Before we get to Alex Polo, uh, Pato Award was still in the still in the championship battle. Uh, he got he got taken out by Ed Jones. Um, Earl Ed, Ed Jones. Jones is trying to get a ride for 2022 and he ain't doing a good the, job. This isn't a good audition. Um, no, he's this awful. Is like, this is like when you're on a America's Got Talent and you're singing and they slam the X button. <laughs> get the fuck off the stage, Simon Cowell. I, yeah. <laughs> it's a like, no from me. Like, like cause yeah, for real cause, though, this, it was stupid. Like, why do you do that? Because he was problematic at Gateway. And I feel like... Oh, that's right. He was part of that wreck, a gateway. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like he... I don't know. I feel like if you're like 20th in points or whatever, mm-hmm. he, you shouldn't have that much impact on the championship. Because didn't he... Wasn't he involved in that? No, he wrecked Graham Ray Hall at gateway. Never mind. Um, yeah, it was Ray Hall at gateway. It impacted our fantasy championship. Poor. Impacted our championship. Fucking bitch. Um, <laughs> like... It's just not a smart move to make into that hairpin. I feel like most IndyCar drivers... I'm like lap race... like four, wasn't it? It was, it was lap like... one. Lap one? It was I'm really, pretty really. sure. And it's on to that, like, that last hairpin, which is like... I think it's like most drivers understand you can't just dive it up in there because it's right, a traffic right. jam on lap one. And Ed Jones not only dives it up in there, but he does it on a championship contender. That's just kind of... Right. I mean, I don't want to be a backseat driver, but like at the same time, yeah. I wouldn't do that. I'm just I, different. If I were Ed Jones, I just wouldn't have done that. I'm just built I, yeah, I wouldn't have done yeah. that. I'm just saying, and he fucked up Pato's race, his cha- chance at the championship. Not that he would have won it anyways, but right, you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Ed Jones is going to get a ride for next year. I don't think he Good. was going to anyway. I, don't I think, think this, this, I, this really cemented it. I don't think he's coming back. Bro, he, he can go back racing whatever he did before IndyCar. I don't even know what he did before IndyCar. I don't, I, really, I, have, I don't have anything against him. It's just like, this isn't a, that was not a good look at all. I didn't know what so, he looked like till this year. Hmm. I mean, I mean, he's a white guy. So. White man. Cool. White man. Um, <laughs> but, so before we get to the championship again, uh, what did you both think of the whole IndyCar season this year? Because I, for one, loved it. It's probably my favorite IndyCar season long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you guys think of the whole season? I'm going to be honest with y'all. 
Mm-hmm. I have, and I've said this, like, I haven't been, like, as attached to IndyCar since um, JPM left. So right. for me, it's kind of just like, you know, and like, I still support, I still support Simon and everything, but he's had a rough couple years yeah. and this season right. he didn't win at all. He wasn't really in contention to win at all. Mm-hmm. So like just between like not really expecting anything from him most weeks and then just like with school and everything, I kind of like didn't really watch a lot. Like I watched right. the 500, I watched the 500, watched a couple, a little a couple other races here and there, but I mean, so I can't really give an opinion, but like, I always say that IndyCar is the perfect blend between NASCAR and F1. It's the American, it's pretty much the American F1. And I've always seen everybody on Twitter always had good things to say after majority of the races. Everybody's like, everybody should watch IndyCar. Like, this is why you should watch IndyCar. So, I mean, I think they're headed in a good direction. Like they've been trying to get onto like the big American stage, like the same stage as NASCAR for years. And it kind of seems like, well, NASCAR is going one way, IndyCar is kind of going the next. And I don't think IndyCar will ever be as big as NASCAR. I don't think people will be able to talk about IndyCar drivers the way they do like, you know, like Jeff Gordon, Dale Jr. Right, right. like I said, they're moving in the right direction. Yeah. And that's kind of sad because the Indy 500 is such a big deal. And I feel like, like how many people actually know who Elio Castroneves is and what he's done? Because yeah. I feel like yeah. that was such a big deal this year and no one in the mainstream really gives a fuck. And it's just, yeah, it's sad because that race is a big deal. And I don't know. I just wish there was... I wish there was more attention on IndyCar. You bringing that up makes me think of that. And, right. um, but in terms of the original question, I I don't think it's... I feel like I enjoyed 2019 more because the championship... I mean, I'm biased as a Joseph fan, but like the, I feel like the championship battle was like more enticing. Like I feel like mm-hmm. when this championship battle got really good, it just got really boring because Alex Polo started doing like fine again and then it was just... Right. It got obvious what was going to happen from there, but that's that happens. That happens. Um, but we I also would had say, a lot of good races. I would say in terms of the championship, I agree with you. Like, it got really exciting when Polo had his issues, but, like, you had to rely on Polo having those issues for the championship battle. Yeah. But it, it was still good to watch. Uh, the racing, though, this year was top-notch. Like, I, I don't think there was a single race I didn't like this year. Besides, like, Nashville, but that they got their shit together in Nashville toward the end. Yeah. yeah. So, like, race of the year was Road America. I still. Like, that. Easily. The, the orange track action was just amazing. The drama at the end with Joseph was fucking stupid, but it happened. Um, it was big. It was huge. Championship implications. Mm-hmm. Which... The Indy 500 was good. We, I think... Let's not forget that. That whole moment with Elio... And, I'll never forget that. And Alice Palou almost won the Indy 500. And I think yep. a lot of people have forgotten that too. Like, oh my God, imagine how big of a deal that would have been if he won right, the right. Indy 500. Um, those two races stick, stick out to me, um, especially the Indy 500. Like it really right. was special this year. And I think mm-hmm. having fans back helped it. I think Elio winning helped it, obviously. Qualifying. Mm-hmm. Qualifying, qualifying was, was power. drama. Oh my god, that shit was so good. I'm so excited for next year's 500. Um, hopefully the races are still pretty good. I mean, there definitely were some races where I felt 
I don't know. They, you know, they were decent. Like, yeah. you know, nothing nothing special. But Gateway was actually kind of like with Grosjean. Grosjean made so many races so entertaining. I think Roman Grosjean was a huge reason this season was as good as it was. Yeah. For sure. Like, Grosjean. He, oh, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say Grosjean honestly, like, shocked me. Like, because I've only been watching F1 since 2018. And by, like, by that time, he was in a Haas. So right. like him in like his early the early days of his career, he was he was he was decent. He was really decent. And then like once he got to Haas, he kind of like dragged his own name through the mud. He yeah. was he was basically wrecking week in and week out, just making a fool of himself, honestly. And so like my opinion on him as an F1 driver is that he was trash. And then, you know, but, you know, all these other people that had watched him in the earlier days of his career were like, no, like, trust me, he's good. He's good. He did this and this car and like, whatever. So mm-hmm. when he got to IndyCar and he showed that he actually, you know, like can drive when he's in the right car, not a piece of junk. It, it was kind of shocking for people that, especially people who didn't watch F1 at all maybe people who didn't watch F1 at all and only knew his name because of the wreck he was in at the end of last season. Right. So yeah. um, he, he kind of he reinvented himself this season, even though he didn't do all the races. Um, he, he did really well. And I saw, he said on Twitter that um, him and his family are getting ready to move to the United States. So mm-hmm. like, it's yeah. like a big thing for him, but I'm, I'm glad that he's turned around his career in a different way. And it's a and it's another win for IndyCar. Oh, yeah. for sure. There's F1 eyes. I feel like there's more F1 eyes watching IndyCar because Grosjean came over here. Definitely. I, that that's why I assume. I mean, watching him at Gateway, it was you would have thought like it was like a Dale Jr. out there. People were yeah. just watching him and him only. The moves he was making, so exciting to watch him. Mm-hmm. And I think next year it's going to be even crazier like the indy 500 oh he's gonna be a insane it's gonna be a monster at the 500 yeah um another driver to touch on uh, jimmy johnson uh not as an exciting thing to watch jimmy johnson but this has really been fun as like a nascar fan i think all three of us could relate to this right just seeing him try something new and he actually seems happy yeah um it's heartwarming for me he's improvement yeah like it's it's been like he had trouble finishing races right and Mm -hmm. now it's like at laguna sega we saw him battling max chilton like and i feel like he has the confidence to do that now that's that's the Mm -hmm. point and i didn't really see him much at long beach but um right solid like he's just so he's solid now he's finishing races Mm -hmm. he's able to kind of actually fight for positions like which the bar is kind of low yeah. Maybe it's too low for him because he's yeah. Jimmy Johnson. He's like a celebrity in like racing, but mm-hmm. um, st- I, he's, I think he's proving that he deserves a seat. Um, oh, for sure. I mean, he's bringing Carvana money and just publicity and NASCAR eyes. And, yeah. you know, he's not wasting that seat. I feel like um, in mm-hmm. Ganassi, obviously, unlike Penske is doing fine with four cars. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll talk about that yeah. in a second. Um, let, let's talk about Pinsky. Uh, we'll talk about Simon in a bit for, with Brooke. But he, uh, Joseph, this was an off year for Team Pinsky. Joseph Newgarden was still in championship contention. 
to win a championship at Penske off year. That says a lot about how good Joseph is as a driver and a racer. Um, because Power, Paginode were like low top 10, and McLaughlin, I think, was 14th in points. Uh, Scott McLaughlin, by the way, did incredible for his first year. Uh, yeah. he's, he's doing the same transition Jimmy Johnson is. It's basically a stock car to an open wheel. He's never yep. done it before. And I think it really shows how good Scotty is by running the way he did this year. And I wouldn't count him out the win to 500 next year. That's how good he is on the ovals already. Yeah, that's um, true. And then Penske, like we said, they're going to go to three cars next year. Uh, Simon Paginot's going to be leaving. Um, I think Penske's going to be a lot stronger next year. And I think that's a scary thing for the field if, if you're not Joseph Newgarden. Because like I said, Joseph just finished second in championship. He should have probably been like seventh in points for, you know? Yeah. So I'm just saying, I think Alex Pillow had a tremendous season, obviously, and I'm going to get into that. But uh, man, I think if Penske can get their stuff together and really just group around these three cars or losing a whole car, that's less equipment to be focused on. I think they are really going to come back next year in full force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they can have that fourth car at the at the five hundred for a certain for a certain driver for a certain <laughs> Kyle Larson. If you don't know, how do you feel, Brooke? By the way, how <laughs> how do you feel about the potential of Kyle Larson being in the five hundred? I've not heard this. What <laughs> is it like an actual really? thing that he's like doing the five hundred for Penske? Um, like, is that like, like an actual rumor? Are you just shitting so, me? It's like a rumor. It's a rumor. I would say it is very likely to be that happening. Yeah. And if it's not with Penske, it'd be with Ganassi because of his ties with Ganassi. I would say, yeah, yeah I would, I could definitely see it more with Ganassi. Well, well, Penske problem, is a Chevy. No. Penske the, is a Chevy. I'm forgetting that Penske is a Chevy team. True. Yeah. The, the problem I have with Ganassi is they have Jimmy Johnson going to run it, but they yeah. also have Tony Kanan on contract to do the ovals. Yeah, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if they'd run six cars in the 500. Yeah, I uh, see him Andretti as, does, but I don't think Ganassi would. I see so. him for Penske because I feel like it'd be more of a thing like it's like Roger wants that star yeah. in the 500. And, That's why I see it. Yeah. And Roger, so the last article Robin Miller made before he passed was like pleading with IndyCar to get Kyle Larson a ride in the 500, basically. Um, and Roger Penske, literally two days later after that article was posted, was at the dirt race at, the, at IMS. And it's like, has anyone seen a dirt racer around here that I could talk to about a ride for the 500? Huh. He, was jo- wow. he, was, he was joking, but like it was right. pretty obvious he was still kind of serious. I have not um, heard about this. Yeah. I love uh, how you said, I haven't heard this. I, I thought you were joking haven't. at first. Did I? No. <laughs> no, I really yeah. not. I haven't heard this. <laughs> yeah, uh, we talked with uh, Matt Weaver about this too, and he we had, we had him on. Um, I, I, it seems like they're doing all they can to make sure this happens. And with Jeff yeah. Gordon in charge at Hendrick now, it mm-hmm. seems like that it's more likely now because Rick Hendrick might have said no in the past. Um, personally, uh, to look forward to twenty two with that, I think that'll, I think it'll happen, and that's going to be huge. Because, you know, 2021 was a huge year. You had McLaughlin, Johnson, Grosjean come in. Now, Jimmy and Grosjean are going to be in the 500. Add in Kyle Larson to the 500 yep. next year. I think next year's Indy 500 is going to be insane. It's going to be, in, yep, that's going to be great. Um, um, anything else? Before I will we move say on to Alex Pillow? One thing about the season, I feel like it did feel like 
we don't have enough races. And we talked about the schedule last week. It's just, we, we only, I realized we only had 16 races this year because yeah, there was no Toronto got canceled. Yeah. Yep. Like, I don't know, man. It's just, and we race from like, what, like March to almost October. I don't know, man. It yeah. just feels like we need more races, but I, yeah, I've always had an issue with the amount, with the amount of breaks and the lengths of the breaks in between. It just, it's on, it just kind of feels unnecessary. Like mm-hmm. F1 has a lot of breaks, but they go, they're in a different country every week. Yeah. Like yeah. IndyCar, IndyCar will have, I don't, I, I forget when this was. Maybe this was like this was like after the first race or it was like in April or whatever. They had maybe like two races. They had like the first race. Correct me if I'm wrong because I don't I can't remember this, but they had like the first race, then like a week, and then the next race, and then they didn't have another one for like a month. Yeah, I don't remember, no, they did. I don't remember when this exactly this was, but I just remember people being like, "Yeah, IndyCar is having IndyCar has great momentum. They've been having great races so far. Good thing there's a month until the next race." Yeah, it like, was between yeah. St. Pete and Texas, and it's going to be even like a worse issue next year because they'll have like two, yeah. basically three week breaks. It feels like I think. Yep, it is what it is. I'm hoping for the future. I think IndyCar is going in a really good direction, like Brooks said earlier. Um, yeah. I think the main thing now, they need marketing improved a lot this year, by the way, the, uh, inter, like their online presence, it needs a lot of work still, but it, that's improved a little oh, yes. bit. Um, but also the, the schedule, the schedule needs, we need more races. I think it's, I think hitting for 20 would be a really good goal. Yeah. More ovals. Um, more ovals. Uh, and like you could, they can start in february and end in september if they want they just need more add in like two or three races at the start of the year and i think it'd be a lot yep. better the tv like we talked about last week really good it's pretty much all on nbc so yeah which is yeah. it should be good but um more yeah. ovals we're an oval series at the end of the right. day indy 500 i'm just saying but right okay so that'll be a boomer um let's talk about the 2021 champion Alex Pillow. Alex Pillow. So Zach and I, we jokingly sent bad vibes to him don't all like year. Him. We but jokingly don't he, like him. I really like him. I like, actually do now, like him. Now that the season's over, it's like, okay, I bad vibes are gone. I really like him. Yeah. Um, first of all, this is big for Chip Ganassi because yeah. I was concerned that Scott Dixon's getting older. I was like, who is Scott Dixon going to be replaced by as like the Ganassi driver, right? Yes. And I think Alex Pillow is that driver. Like, right. It's pretty evident in it now because no one has beat Scott Dixon since Dario Franchitti. Um, it's, so it's been over a decade since Scott Dixon's been beat at Ganassi. That's crazy. Yeah. They've been searching for a, like a decade, basically. Mm-hmm. And I asked our friend Avery Hage for some stats that I'd like to share with you guys mm-hmm. because Alex Pillow, I don't think, has been recognized for how great he's been this year. Because, you know, we, we joke about it like, oh, bad luck. We need bad luck. But give it to you straight here. Uh, well, give it to you gay because it's a gay racing podcast. Right. But <laughs> so average running position of all full-time drivers is like during the race from start to finish, average position during the race. Pillow was an average of fifth position, fifth to sixth position the entire season. Wow. Uh, next, next best was Colton Herta with six. Which is interesting. Yeah. Herta had a 
crazy up and down season. Right. And then Joseph was seventh, Award was seventh to eighth, and Dixon was also seventh to eighth. No one else was in seventh. So the Polo was a whole position better on average throughout the whole season than everyone else, basically. Right. Yeah. And if you if he didn't have those issues like Gateway or Indy, I think he might have cracked like a nearly a fourth place average running position. Yeah, I mean he was solid every. I mean we Crazy. saw it those last three weeks. He was just mm-hmm. solid, like right first, second, what fourth? Like that's insane. That's yeah. insane. Joseph literally couldn't do anything. Like and, oh, and speak of Colton Herta, if he can put together a season next year, he will yeah. be. That stat he, shows it. Yeah, he needs These last to, few races show it. He's and so ready needs to get their shit together with him. Right. Um. So then fastest lap rank. So it's like fastest lap throughout the race uh out of everyone polo had a, a seventh so it's like uh how many times are you fastest lap in the race he was average seventh fastest no one else was even close to that um but then stats of the 10 car which i really wanted to see this uh no one's come close to what polo's done since frankie and dan wilden um so tony Kanan in his stint had one win with an average finish of 10th ed jones we talked about earlier no wins had an average finish of 13th in the 10 car i forgot he even drove the 10 car uh felix rosenquist over two years had one win average finish of 11th and alex below had three wins an average finish of seventh in his one season in the 10 car so that was a lot of just words there but uh not crazy how good Paul yeah. is. I, yeah. It's, it's in, like it's they've insane. been searching. They've been searching for like a good teammate to Dixon. Like it's kind of like the Red Bull situation where they keep searching for a good teammate. And like, I guess Ganassi, it wasn't like that bad of an issue because, yeah. you know, even Felix Rosenquist, he had a solid, a solid time in Ganassi. He got one win. Um, yeah. But now I think, I think it also speaks with like how good Marcus Erickson's doing too i think there's something there with that like Mm -hmm. i love marcus erickson like there's just some combination where alex polo he is such a time i mean he was good in the 55 car last year yeah like he was so good and it just it all makes sense it all makes sense it does Um, i alex polo is special i didn't see this thing i didn't see it coming at -hmm. all like we've mentioned before like yeah he wasn't in my championship predictions i knew we'd have like seven drivers that could win it uh, I didn't think it, he'd be one of them, and he was yeah. flawless season. I mean, it something special for sure. And also, he had Scott Dixon and Jimmy Johnson in his wing to kind of help him out. Yeah, and I don't know. It's really cool what we're seeing there, and I think him, Newgarden, Pato, Colton. I think those are the names you're going to be seeing a lot for the next five years, at least. Yeah hopefully decade (laughs) right i say hopefully because i i just i don't know i hope i didn't see his last championship joseph i just have anxiety about it i'm just like girl no he'll win another championship you don't know that (laughs) no one knows that (laughs) well you don't know that you never know nobody knows knows anything but i mean i don't joseph has not fallen off by any means not at all that's why i'm still confident with him I yeah. know. I just feel. I'm just like, oh, he'll finish second again next year. Cool, gay. 
it's okay. No, I'm just being <laughs> irrational. Not irrational, but I'm being, um, you know, it is That's what okay. it is. But for real, for real, though. And again, just getting asking in general, best organization of the season. Like, oh, definitely. The only one to have three drivers win races. I think, I think Scott Dixon won the least amount of races. I think he only he won only once. won one. Yeah, that's insane. Joseph and Scott Dixon combined to win three races. Like that is crazy. Sh- shit. If you look at the IndyCar season, I think like most of the winners this season were like people that got their first win this year. Besides like what Colton Hurdle won three times. Yeah, Joseph won twice. Scott won once. Elio the five hundred. Like. Mm-hmm. that's kind of insane like this it is this movement wow um but yeah thanks to avery for those stats that mm-hmm. was really interesting reading through them that is interesting yeah yeah um so brooke we brought you on today to talk to yeah. you about your men <laughs> the ones that drive race cars at least um oh, yes all of them i have a lot yeah <laughs> right yeah no you've been apparently you're in the streets I'm, I'm just kidding but um so the big one speaking of in the streets um luckily I'm for the streets luckily old Valtteri Botas here was not left out to be in the streets he has a home uh, great Alfa Romeo um mm-hmm. me and Alex applauded this as a very positive change for his career yeah or just yeah. in terms of you know what what do you think about it um i i was i was very conflicted on it on it right. honestly but right. i mean at the end of the day in f1 the, okay mercedes twitter admin dan please don't get mad at me but i support a driver and and it's driver first for me in f1 like mm-hmm. motorsports overall team penske's my team me too and you know like right. simon's leaving Brad's leaving and it's really only Ryan left that I like support like I like all the drivers for the most part but Ryan you know like those were my favorite drivers but you know like team Penske is always going to be my team and if in F1 Mercedes kind of became my team just because of Valtteri so like now that he's leaving I don't really have like you know a reason to keep going for them I mean I like Lewis well enough I have no issues with him I'm right. not not I'm not big on Russell just for general reasons. I don't like drivers that are overhyped by the internet. And if there was a driver that ever was, he's he's one of them. Yeah. Um for sure. I agree. But I support I support Valdry and what Valdry wants to do. And just from like how it's been worded and like what Toto's been saying, it sounds like he, it was his choice. Like he kind of like told them like this is what I'm doing. Ooh. I mean, he. I mean, they kind of might have forced his hand. Maybe like Toto, like was you know, I don't want to say threatening, but like basically threatening, like you know, like <laughs> we're gonna do this, like you know, like what's like you know, because I know Lewis really was advocating for him to stay, and there I don't even know when this was. I know it was a couple weeks before he announced before voucher before it was announced that he was leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, Lewis like literally even said like I expect to have him as my teammate. Um, oh wow! And, and like Valtteri said like Lewis and I work together really well and stuff. Um, but like you know that's kind of always been the thing with them. They always have good things to say about each other. Yeah. But in reality, but, it's like mm, 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's a little, that's a little shit. I just think he needs to get out of there because. Yeah. I think the he team needs, I think he, I think he, he needs, needs a change. Team. Yeah. And he, and like, he hasn't been like legitimately, like at, at Monza when he was on podium, that was the happiest I've ever seen him to get third. That was the happiest yeah. I've ever seen him to be on the podium and not be a winner. Like he was happier on that podium in third than he was in sometimes that in some races that he won. Right. Like when he was on the podium. And I just think that because that was kind of like, maybe that might've been like the first. Yeah. I actually think that was the first race, like after the announcement. So like, kind of like him, like coming up to that race with the contract, everything going on totally off of his shoulders, off his mind. He just put himself out there. He went back to the front and like, he knew he did well and he knew that he raced for himself the whole time. And he knew that he wasn't going to have to worry about, you know, doing things for Lewis anymore. So right, he was probably right. like, so just so relieved and just like, finally, I'm going to be able to raise without politics. Like, right. Yeah. Right. And I think going to Alfa Romeo is honestly the perfect spot for him. A because, team that wants him to be successful. Yeah. yeah. And like, he'll be able to race for his own points now. Like maybe he won't get points every week, but I think he'll be able right. to like race for his own, like for himself. And I think yeah. it's also, if he wants to be like a mentor, I've said this a lot, if he wants to be like a mentor for up and coming Ferrari drivers. Hey, that's a really good opportunity. Um, yeah. yeah, I really like this situation for him for sure. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were like, a lot of people were advocating for him to go back to Williams. And, you know, that would have been, that would have been storybook and everything. But like, you know, I mean, the Alpha right now is a shit box and maybe it's a shit box next year, but I have more faith that they can turn it around more quickly than Williams could turn it around because the Williams car is definitely a shit box still. It's not as bad this year as it has been the past couple of years, but it's still bad. Right. And right. You know, like I said, with like the new regulations coming and just like we're seeing it, like I said this, I think I said this, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but I'm sure I know I said it on Twitter. We're kind of seeing like the changing of the guard here where it's not really just Mercedes at the top anymore. Like, it's not really Mercedes at the top anymore. They're getting challenged by obviously. Yeah, consistently. McLaren, like, you know, um, I don't want to say Aston Martin because not maybe last year last year you would yeah have said a little bit when they were still racing point but um but even then yeah, just Mercedes- two teams challenging them that's a big deal yes yes yeah. it was a big deal because i'm i'm so old i remember when it was <laughs> when every week was either is it going to be a mercedes weekend or a ferrari weekend you know right. like who's it are we gonna have lewis or valtteri win or vettel or leclerc like you know like who are the four is it going to be now it's it's kind of really a toss-up i'm not yeah. saying you know we're getting we're getting like talladega-esque random winners all the time because it's f1 you know but like yeah yeah there's definitely been more variety over the past two seasons especially this season mm-hmm. than there's been in a long time in yep. f1 definitely. well let's talk about your other guy uh in f well, Alex Albon, uh, he's returning to F1, and he's going to be at yeah. Williams, the team he didn't want Valtteri to go to. Uh, how do you feel about Albon coming back? Um, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited that he's back, and I'm glad that it's not with Red Bull. He's still associated with Red Bull. Um, so because weird. in like, it is weird. In the announcement pictures, he's wearing an AlphaTauri shirt, 
because they make really? they have like a clothing brand and he, oh, okay. he they decided to have him wear that in like the announcement photos and that was really like a hey he's still ours type That's thing so weird oh, but yeah. it's it's so weird they're still holding on to him like i don't understand like red bull the red bull junior academy pool is you know I don't know. So now that he's contracted to a totally unrelated team, it's going to have a Mercedes engine. I don't, I, I, I don't understand how that is. Yeah. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's people that are deeply invested. I don't know. I don't follow feeder series. So, yeah. but I'm sure there's people out there that are deeply invested in it. That could it probably explain why it is that is mm-hmm. that way. But personally, I don't understand it as his fan. I don't understand that. Do but, you, um, sorry, what were you going to say? No, go ahead. I was going to ask if you wish he was going to be heading to IndyCar because uh, he was at Indianapolis talking to yeah. teams and he was looking around. Uh, it sounded like that if he couldn't get this right at an F1, he was going to go to IndyCar. Um, do you wish he was going to IndyCar instead? And Botas, I think too. Every, every driver that starts off as an F1 driver, yeah, I think every F1, every F1 driver that starts their career off as an F1 driver, of course, the number one goal is to stay in F1 no matter right. what it takes to get back to F1, no matter what it takes. But like he was in a, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't even know what TM is. <laughs> I know it's something like a sports car series or something. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he won a race. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was actually recently, probably like within, I think it was this month, actually, he won a race, but you know, his goal always was like, you know, this is just an off year. Like I'm going to be back in F1 and everybody assumed that it was going to happen. Eventually they just assumed it was going to be back with a Red Bull team. But right. yeah, I kind of do wish that he went to IndyCar on what team. I don't know what spots would be open for him or who would be willing to take him. I don't it probably know. would have been Grosjean's right from this year. Yeah. From what yeah. I heard. I don't know, if, but the conflict of interest for, for Albon probably was, Red Bull was probably Red Bull was probably like if you do this we're done with you, and he probably, probably didn't want to cut the Red Bull ties completely, yeah. because he fa- he he probably thinks that Red Red Bull probably honestly helped him get back into F one as stupid as it sounds, mm-hmm. and probably Albon's logic was if I go to if I go to IndyCar and I lose the Red Bull connection then I'm never going back to F one. I think it was really smart of him though to at least check out IndyCar get his foot in the water kind of. Yeah. Yeah. See what was out there if for some reason he couldn't get back in. Um, I do want to mention Valtteri though. Uh, there was like a rumor reported by Pit Lane Parlay a few weeks ago uh, that Andretti Autosport was looking into buying Alfa Romeo, uh, the team. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw that. It. So I saw that rumor. Crazy. And that was, it, it, that, it, that was like a big thing for that night. And it then was. it just kind of like I haven't heard anything it, about it since. Yeah, it just kind of. So went I don't away. know. Yeah. I I, I don't trust know if the, it was just. I trust the guys at Pit Lane Parlay. I've I've met a couple of them. Um, I, it's really interesting. There's like there's been where he getting that money. There's been rumors that Andretti wants to get into F1 again, right? So, uh, so the thing would be, if this were to happen, this scenario, uh, Valtteri would be driving for Andretti which would be like an avenue to IndyCar. And uh, when this got tweeted out, you tweeted your Oprah gif and, uh, and everything. So <laughs> I, I love that Oprah 
so much. Um, it's literally it's it's one of my bits. Like I have obviously I have several running bits on Twitter, but that's the number one one right now. It is now, the number the one. The screaming gif. <laughs> um, so if this were to happen and uh, Valtteri ended up at Andretti and IndyCar, how I would I'm assuming the Oprah gif uh, just explains how you'd feel. But in words, how do you how would that make you feel? Do you think? Um, I I would I would love that because honestly I would like it was kind of like I was just like thinking like if if Valtteri doesn't get like a Mercedes seat like where's he gonna go because we didn't because mm-hmm. it was only announced that Kimmy was retiring like a couple weeks yeah. ago like this wasn't like an open secret like yeah. people were like oh Kimmy should just retire already but it wasn't it wasn't being tossed around oh at the end of this year Kimmy Raikkonen is definitely going to retire I have this on this reliable source that reliable source so like and you know everybody people are getting confirmed left and right there's only a couple seats left and it's obvious that he's not going to them so I was kind of like if he probably can't race in f1 anymore probably just going to go do rally because that's what he loves to do when he's not doing f1 Mm -hmm. and you know like if he would do that there would be I wouldn't be able to watch him so but if yeah. he goes to, in, if he ever ends up in IndyCar or if he did end up in IndyCar, you know, that would be great. That mm-hmm. would kind of give me like a, like a rejuvenated passion into wanting to, want to wanting to follow it more closely right. again. And my theory with this whole situation, I don't know if it'll happen or not, but like if Andretti were to go to F1 and Valtteri came to IndyCar, I think if this were to happen, Colton Herta and Valtteri would basically switch spots. I don't want yeah. that. I want Colton mm. to stay, but I yeah. think that's what the plan would probably be that's if they spicy. do want Colton in F1 and Andretti yeah. would have a team and everything. But we'll see. Uh, I want Colton to stay in F1 though. But Valtteri in IndyCar, I, that'd be he blossom here in IndyCar. I love it. And the, and the he, way Grosjean has, like Valtteri, yeah. I think would even be further than that. Because yeah. like you said earlier, he Grosjean said... was kind of the laughing stock. Valtteri would just gain so much respect here. When I talked to him last fall, um, Valtteri, mm-hmm. he's, I said, to, I asked him like, you know, like, is there, I said that I was in the States. So I was like, you know, like here in the States, NASCAR and IndyCar are pretty big. Like if you weren't in F1, like, would you consider like trying them? And he put down NASCAR right away. He was like, no, he was like, not NASCAR. He was Me like, too, Bessie. Me too. Yeah. I, I forget how he worded it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say that he said it was like a wreck fest because he didn't say that, but he kind of oh, he put, meant said something, said something like along those lines. And he, he, he really put it down and he was like, but like, he's like IndyCar would be more of a possibility than NASCAR for sure. Yeah. That'd be it's really like people cool. that want Lewis Hamilton to do the, the Daytona 500. It's like, oh my God. Why would he ever? <laughs> why like, has Lewis Hamilton not done the Bristol dirt race yet? <laughs> I don't get it, honestly. Stop calling him the GOAT. It's a world-class event. Like, I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. I just... Oh, and that goes into NASCAR and just them ruining their own image for not only Um, Americans, but also globally. They just look like a fucking demolition derby. Before we talk about uh, Brooks NASCAR drivers, uh, let's talk about another open-wheel driver, Simon Pagano. It was just announced uh, yesterday. Yeah, like the day is... after the last race. I think that's funny. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. what spawned me asking Brooke to come on this episode was Brooke tweeting that, oh my God, all my drivers are leaving except Blaney. Yeah. Um, but Simon Paginot is going to Meyer Shank in the 60 car, replacing Jack yeah. Harvey. Teammates with Elio Castroneves next year. 
Um, but how do you feel about that? Like you kind of touched on it earlier. Um, this team Pinsky is your team. Uh, he's not going to be at Pinsky anymore. Yeah. That was an Oprah Jeff moment when he tweeted, when they tweeted that. Yeah. Um, because I'm just happy. I'm, I'm happy for him. Not happy that he's leaving Penske for sure, but I'm happy for him because I kind of feel like, I don't want to say he's been on a downward spiral, but his career is better of, than power in points this year. Yeah. He's the second best Penske in points. Yeah. Power, power, I feel like is really hitting the end of his career. Just like the past couple of years has been rough for him where he's been, you know, having issues. If he has like mechanical issues, obviously that's not his fault. But, you know, yeah. those issues would take him out of contention for a lot of races that he should have won or done well in. And mm-hmm. then he's just not been winning, period. So like power has kind of been like on a downward slope anyway. But the past couple of years for Simon haven't been good either. I kind of feel like he won the championship. He came back ready to do it again and he did well. He won the, and then he, he kind of didn't. And then, you know, he, 2019 was kind of like his, his comeback season where he won the, right. he won the Grand Prix, he won the 500 and he was pretty close to the championship. If a couple other things had gone right, he probably, I, I think he would have won the championship that year, but then it just, yeah, 2020 was, mm, and then this year was not good at all. So I don't know if mm-hmm. it's just like he feels like a disconnect from the team or if it's gotten worse for him when Penske was getting, was anticipating the fourth car coming back. And now this season there was a fourth car. Yeah. But I feel like he was like ready to be done with it. it um, just ready to move on. Right. It, it sounded like... like... A, it sounded like they were going to ship him off to IMSA. Um, yeah, he does. N- not that. next year, but the year after the contract yeah. was like one more year in IndyCar and then shipped yeah. to IMSA like Elio and Montoya were. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad thing, but he wants to stay the in IndyCar. IndyCar to IMSA pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's talk about it. <laughs> but, and he's a good sports car driver. He's a good sports car driver, but oh, yeah. that's not, you know, he's, a, he's he an Indy car driver. He he's wants to win more Indy 500s. I mean, I think that was the highlight of his life when he won the 500. And it was. And he still yeah. can. He, he ran pretty decently in the 500 this year, if I remember correctly. He did really good. Yeah. 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 And now, I mean, Shank is such a good team for him, I feel like. I mean, they have two of the last three Indy 500 winners in their stable. Yeah. They obviously have the oval speed. I'm I'm just really excited to see what they can do next year. And their Me cars too. are also cute. So <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see them in black and pink. It's gonna I know, be a that's, change for sure. Yeah, that's sexy, man. It's you gonna be a change for sure. It's gonna be really different. Not see, not me like watching the races looking for the bright yellow car. Yeah. Um to be fair, he only had that like a few races. I felt like like Menards yeah. kept backing up their sponsorship in IndyCar, and now it's to the point, I don't know. I wonder who they're going to sponsor next year. I think it's going to be Scotty and Joseph. I can see it. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do both. I think I think they'll either split it or they're going to split with PPG on the free car because mm-hmm. Scotty has like all the Pinsky sponsors, like Car Shop and Dex and. So I think it's going to be half Menards and half PPG because PPG sold at Menards anyway. That's an easy. Oh really? Thing. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, I don't know. Um, but PPG died so Menards could run. <laughs> it, yeah, it's yeah. 
for because uh, you mentioned last night, Alex, how Joseph yeah. and Ryan having the same sponsor again would be cool. Yeah, if uh, if Joseph and Ryan have Menards next year, like I'm not their demographic. I'm a gay man. I, I don't. <laughs> I'm a gay man. Hey, at least you're in the Midwest. At least you're I, in the Midwest. I'm at least I have Midwest. Menards in my town. Yeah, like, I don't have yeah. Menards. Let me. I'm gonna look mm-hmm. up what the closest one is to me. Yeah, I'm not their demographic, but thanks for sponsoring my boys, I guess. Uh, and PPG, <laughs> the paint, like I, I've never painted before, like my room. But next time you have to. Maybe, maybe one day, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Like um, what other painting brand are you going to buy? None. Like it's exactly. PPG. I need PPG paint. is Oprah Jeff. Like I can't, like anything they do, yes. I will support them. Anything they do. I like how Oprah Gift is a adjective. <laughs> That's so funny. Dude, the closest Menards uh, to me is in Ohio. It's like a seven-hour oh drive. Me too. Me too. Besties, Dude. if you ever visit me, I'm taking you to a Menards. Dude. Yeah. Maybe, maybe for a Ryan Blaney meet and greet. That's where he usually does them after I go. over. Yeah. Well, Bestie, I think the closest IndyCar race to me is also <laughs> in Ohio. So oh, is it? <laughs> I think it's Mid-Ohio. Fucking. Hmm. God damn it. There's um, no fucking IndyCar races over here. Anyways, um. But yeah, let's Moving talk on. about let's talk about NASCAR. Uh, uh, oh wait, yeah, they're her drivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not we're not talking about Las Vegas. We're yeah, if you that. haven't noticed, we're not talking about no. Las Vegas. Nothing. That, there's nothing. Yeah. There's Sorry. nothing to talk about. Uh, so let's talk about the Menards guy first, uh, Mr. Blaney. Uh, mm. He is the last man standing, as you put it. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Mr. Ryan? What do you just anything about him? Oh my god, what do I I have thoughts? Oh, you have thoughts? Well, (laughs) he's like, listen, he's like literally Penske's best shot at a championship this year, which is crazy. Yeah, that's insane. I didn't see that coming. I'm just like waiting for something to go wrong because, like, he okay, so the playoffs last year, obviously, he was fucked over from the first race when he got that penalty, and the first race was Richmond. Like, okay, pack it up, we're done. Wait, no, the first race wasn't Richmond, but whatever. Richmond Darlington. was in that first round. Yeah. So at night, he and got this that year, penalty. we're past Richmond. Like, yeah, yeah. Crazy. And he got a top 10. He got a top insane. 10 at Richmond. Like, are you kidding that's me? Inc- yeah, we have insane. entered a different, like, reality. Yeah. He's won three I, races I, this year. He's, he's different. Say, I don't want to say that this is the year, but I don't know. It's something about this year. Like, not only did he win multiple races, not just two, three. Three races, yeah, back to back. Mm-hmm. Well, two of them were back to back, and but still. Right, and Penske usually wins a championship somewhere, some shape or form, in some motorsport. Yeah, God, I and, don't know if they did last year. I think they won the the Supercar Championship last year. They won the IMSA and IMSA, right? I forgot they were in IMSA mm-hmm. last year. I keep getting twenty twenty and twenty nineteen confused. Anyways, um, so he, that leaves oh. Yeah, I was gonna I was, say, but he is really—he's really on like a—he's—I don't know—he's really on like a special run right now. Oh, he and is, like the last sure. time he was on a run like this was like last summer mm-hmm. when he got when he was about when he could have won a couple of races. He, yeah. you know, he really dominated a bunch of races. He had a bunch of good finishes, and then like once he got like towards the playoffs, it kind of died off, and then the playoffs started, and he was like, you know, dead in the water. Right. And this year he's kind of been there the entire season. Yeah, which has he's never been happened. very consistent. Yeah. Wire B. Wire B. Wire B. Um, B. So last guy to talk about here, uh, 
Dr. Brad Keselowski. Uh, oh my God, Dr. Brad. PhD. Um, he is PhD still in doing his research. Motorsport um, team owning. <laughs> yes. In business. Business. That's what his PhD is in. <laughs> oh, Dr. Brad. Dr. Brad. Last time we had you on, we talked a lot about Dr. Brad. Um, yeah. He's going to be a team owner, a co driver and owner and everything at Roush. Uh, <sighs> when we had you on, I don't even think this was like, Rumor. This was not even. This was not even in the rumor mill. This was not yeah. even on those on those parody NASCAR accounts <laughs> <laughs> or those one. What's that one that's like? It's like a bot, and it's like it yeah. might be like NASCAR rumor silly mill or something. News. But it's like NASCAR, yeah, NASCAR silly, silly season, news. season news. And it'll be like insert driver, and then it'll be like fuck, and then it'll be like a random sponsor. We will never sponsor him or something. Like that. <laughs> I love the ones that it's like. Fuck Noah Gregson. We will never sponsor him. Says like <laughs> us at a Bass Pro Shops or something that actually yeah, yeah. sponsor him. <laughs> but Doctor Brad, he—he's. He, I think he's about to. He's definitely doing his uh his research in motorsports owning. Mm. His dreams yes. were bigger than what Team Penske was going to like do for him i feel like like he was just yeah. outgrowing that two car it like he's too ambitious to just be a driver obviously yeah. yeah um how do you feel about him going to roush like leaving out the whole owner stuff like, yeah, like in the six car yeah what are your i mean fan oh not much honestly <laughs> yeah and like i want to i kind of want to say like he he's kind of fallen off like this year this year he's like you know um has he won a race this year Did he won Talladega. Talladega? Yep. okay yeah because I was like I, I can't remember that. if that was this year or last year yeah so he well that's kind of a given that he would win at Talladega but I mean last year he did well mm-hmm. but like besides that I mean his career is kind of you know taking the turn that you would expect as he's getting older and he has right, kids right. And, you know but um as as a fan i was kind of hoping his career would end with penske it just felt right i mean right. you know it's the team he's accomplished the most with he's been with them forever like you know but like roger even said that like you know he was expecting he was expecting um he was expecting brad to stay but brad like kind of gave him the ultimatum i'll stay if you give me like a um an ownership stake and roger's Girl. like that's not happening roger's yeah. like not happening. nope bye and I don't Bye. blame him. I don't blame him. Roger's got kids. Roger's got Tim Sindrick. Like, yeah, yep. <laughs> that's funny. That's awesome. Yeah, Roger's got, sh- Roger's got shit. Roger's yeah. got shit. He's good. Yeah. He doesn't need no no Brad coming up in here fucking his shit up. Right. And it feels like if they were gonna do that, they would have given that to Rusty Wallace a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. And they didn't. Yeah. They didn't mm-hmm. do that. Like either. Brad's not special so. in that regard. Like you don't just like show up in no. Team Penske. You're you're not special almost like even joseph yeah. he's still like joseph's yeah. job is always going to be like at contention if he falls off in performance which i think i respect it about team penske like i do respect once he it. falls off in performance i'll be an imsa fan that's how i'll that's how i'll start watching imsa is when okay. joseph falls off and they ship him so <laughs> no i'm a new imsa fan we're that, that we're gonna end life we started as nascar fans went this is our indy car phase and we we're gonna end life as sports car fans like the yep. true classic old racing fans exactly Honestly. the boomers <laughs> they they love their sports car racing I swear. they do they do 
It's because they have enough money something to about buy those, the cars. Those sports they cars that gets the boomers. Yeah. Yeah, because they can buy a Corvette. Like, <laughs> when we're fucking hopefully rich when we're old or some shit, mm-hmm. we're going to be buying whatever car Joseph's racing um, yep. Saturdays at on IMSA. Yeah, that's how it's going to be. That's how it's going to be. Yes. Oh, can't wait. Uh, mm-hmm. So, what are your expectations for your drivers next year, Brooke? Just next year. Who, who, yes. Who's going to have it's, like it's, the best season? It's crazy to think about that. Like, it's kind of like the season's like kind of wrapping up just like the racing season in general i mean i saw a post like f1 posted it was like a graphic of lewis and max and it said seven races two points who gets it and i was like seven races i know like, that's there's crazy. only seven races left like of course they're spread out over the next couple months i think they don't end until december like the beginning yeah. of december so mm-hmm. they still have a couple months left as far as that goes but it's about to be october so technically they still have about a month and a half left of racing but like it's kind of like really wrapping up and nascar is already almost what are they halfway through the playoffs they're close to it i think there's six races to go yeah Yeah, so basically halfway through the playoffs yeah and indycar just ended so yeah i really can't believe how fast the season's gone mm-hmm, and then people love to complain about the off season bitch the only off season to complain about is indycar yeah yeah i agree and indycar's off season shorter this year even yeah. though we're going to have another off-season than a race, yeah. another yeah. off-season. Yeah, no, they have a little <laughs> mini off-seasons. It, it's it's yeah. bullshit, man. But my expectations for next year? For any know. of your drivers or just in general? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a change for sure. N- Valtteri not being in contention to win and get podiums every week. Like, it's kind of an expectation for me as his fan to, for him to be on podium every mm-hmm. week. And, you know, we come to certain tracks, it's kind of an expectation that he can win, he can do well here. It's going to, it's going to be weird not, not knowing that, knowing that that's not going to be possible most of the time, unless we get, you know, some crazy races like we've been having lately, or unless, you know, the regs really do a 180 on the grid. But yeah, yeah, that's going to be weird for sure. But I think he's going to do well. I think he's going to be happy which is all I want for him as a fan. I think he's going to be consistently happy because he just wants to race. He doesn't want to be a part of the politics. And of course, his dream is to win a championship. And even though Mm -hmm. it's probably not going to happen, I think if he ends his career, he also told us that he doesn't see him. He said he's not going to stay in F1 as long as Kimmy. So he's already, I think he's 32 or 33 now. So, you know, he he probably has a couple more years, probably with Alpha, and then that will probably be it for him. But I think he'll be happy that he came to F1. He raced on the best team. He raced against the best drive, most of the best drivers. You know, he won races. He got poles. He did what he had to do. Right. So, he pushed Lewis. He, I feel like he pushed Lewis. He definitely put, he oh, pushed sure. Lewis constantly. He pushed yeah. Lewis constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I expect him, I expect him to have like a consistent season. And I expect him to have, I expect him to be like a work in progress and uh, like be adapting to a new car, a new team, a new environment and new regulations yeah. are all going to be adapting to that. Um, right. 
for Ryan, I really think he's gonna, I think I was, okay, so Kate, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. I was supposed to write, I told them I would write an article about like Ryan, like developing into his leadership role. Like this was yeah. kind of, this was after he won the his third race. That's how long ago this was. And I was like, oh yeah, I could write like something for, I think the website's called like Pitbox Press or something like that. I was like, oh yeah, yeah I could write yeah. something for that about like Ryan developing into that and I was like I could do it this weekend but then that like week I had a big assignment that I was really stressed out about and I was like I just can't take time out of that and then just like every week after I've had like so much going on like my life is so crazy while I'm here that I just have so much going on I, there's right. I literally don't have enough hours in a day <laughs> and I just kind of totally escaped my mind but I mean Ryan's going to continue. I think Ryan's going to continue to grow into that leadership. And he said himself that he has to do that role because Brad was Dr. Brad was really like a mentor for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brad was, is really like a mentor to him. And I joke about it, how like him and Ryan are like father and son, but he really is kind of like a father figure for him as far as like, you know, like, um, like weekly races go like being together in the garage, you know, working together and stuff like that so now that brad's going to be gone it's going to be him and joey and cindric so drivers yeah. that are younger i think i don't know i think austin cindric is younger than ryan yeah he is I'm pretty okay I think so he's, joey yeah. is older than him joey's older than him and cindric's younger so yeah. ryan's going to be kind of in the middle as far joey's as joey's getting old yeah as far as age and experience <laughs> goes but he's going to be he's going to be con he's going to be counted on to be the leader because like we said, he's kind of carrying them right now. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think Ryan's going to continue to do better. I think he's going to continue, hopefully, to have multiple win seasons. And if he doesn't win the championship this year, hopefully he gets close this year. And then hopefully next year he can do it. And I want to see him win the Daytona 500. Probably yeah. not going to happen, but I want to see him win the he's Daytona 500. He's been so close. Because now like... he's, won, he's won a Daytona. So yeah, right. now he's... He's proven that he can win at the track. He's it's broken the, the seal. 100 yeah. more miles, Ryan. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the circumstances that always fuck him over. So I want right. to see him win the day 2500 next year. Yep. And uh, Ryan, we'll if you're listening, that's what I want from you. <laughs> yeah. Pressure's on. Um, yeah. And speaking, I just want to put, put it back on Pagano. And speaking of 500s, I think next year, of all of your drivers, I would keep an eye out on him specifically. He's just like, I just have good energy about this, about that move. I don't know why. I just, I, I, would, I want Simon to win again, just start winning in general. And right. maybe that's an unreal expectation with kind of like a lower team. But I want him just to start winning again. I want him to be in more comfortable again. Right. And, yeah. you know, he wasn't really expressing. Like, in the beginning of this season, Valtteri was really expressing that he was uncomfortable with the car. He was not comfortable with the way things were going. And it was, it was showing. He, had, he was so bad in the beginning of this season. So, But I don't think Simon's uncomfortable with the car or with, like, the environment. Mm -hmm. But I hope that in this new team, this new environment, he's just more comfortable with everything in general. And, and he I start winning again. And if it's not winning, he just starts putting out better results. I think with this team too, he's with the team that is on the cusp of winning because yeah. Jack Harvey's probably been, should have been robbed a couple of times of races. Shank is should have won. Shank and is growing. It's they're going up. I don't know how Castroneves is going to do full time. Uh, he kind of lost his temper on Rossi. I don't know if you guys saw that in a mm -hmm. in the warm-up he was like 
he said fuck it was really funny uh, <laughs> he, he was pissed at alex he rossi was so mad um i i don't know if elio has the temperament to run full season again selling about him but simon i think simon could do really good in that 60 car and honestly i would say he's the early indy 500 favorite because that team was just so fast and indie. So like I really, really looking forward to that for him. Um, to put a period on this segment, uh, Brooke, your good vibes posts for Blaney. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we only have six weeks left. Can Blaney pull out the championship? Does he need the, the good vibes? I don't think he needs it dogs. anymore. I don't think he needs that. I'm I'm deep looking forward to performing well this week because I didn't post it. I forget which week it was. Either Mm -hmm. Michigan or Daytona. I totally forgot to post it and he won. Mm. So like, and then a bunch of- He saved it himself and posted it on his private account. He must have. (laughs) He put it on his close friends. I'm not on his close friends. Mm. We're working on it. But (laughs) yeah, I don't think he he needs it anymore. I think he's got it. Okay, so- Sorry, we Sorry. we we had yeah. an awkward pause. <laughs> Sorry, Ooh. I have COVID. Um, I don't want to talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. All right. So, Brooke, thank you for coming on this week. Uh, yes. Any final thoughts on anything? Thank you for coming just on. Say, but... I just want to say I love being on again. After mm-hmm. the first time I did this, I was like, it was so great just to talk about racing. Not really face-to-face, yeah. but something besides typing with someone. Yeah, because I guess you right. don't While I'm here, I don't talk about racing with anybody. Because when I say, like, I like racing, people are like, oh, you like no score. So, like, I just don't talk about <laughs> it. My Team Penske flag is on my wall in my dorm. People come yeah. in, they're like, what is this? You know, and I tell them it's a racing team, and I explain the signatures on it. <laughs> So it's a conversation piece, but like actually talking about racing, actually talking about racing and getting like physical responses with people who are just as passionate about it as I am and they know what they're talking about. It's so fulfilling. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, I have the same. Yeah, I hate when people like, oh, so you like NASCAR? No, bitch. I don't actually. I don't. Yeah. No. I watch we, it. We're talking like about it. her. We're talking about Miss Indy oh, and Miss F1. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> All right, Brooke. Thank you so much for being yeah. on. I hope you have a good. Thank you for having me. Good semester. Be safe and take care. See you next time, I guess. Recurring character. Yes. Yes. Recurring character. I love it. All right, <laughs> you guys. So Formula One was at Russia. Um, thank you again, Brooke, for joining us. But yes, thank so... you, Brooke. Formula One, I feel like everything's leading up to this championship battle. Like IndyCar, we thought they were going to have like a hype championship battle. It didn't end up being that hype. They finished mm-hmm. first. I think NASCAR's championship championship battle in air quotes. I think that could get kind of interesting at Phoenix. It's a lot of missing opportunity though. But yeah. I feel like Formula One is the moment. Loki because they just had a race at Russia. I believe, I don't even think we had a safety car at Russia either. It was just purely mm-hmm. like rain interfering with the end. And it was so interesting. It, oh God, it's just good racing. And I saw, I saw some tweets saying like pure racing doesn't exist. There's always rules and shit. And I'm just like, 
yeah i I know what you're talking about (laughs) i just i don't agree with that i'm sorry i just don't agree with that like Mm -hmm. that's just kind of being contrarian but my point is russia and a lot of these like f1 tracks like spain france um russia they're normally they normally don't produce good races yeah and russia was really good like Mm -hmm. there were overtakes even like it wasn't even just the rain thing there were overtakes in spots of the track that normally don't get overtakes like into a lot of those 90 degree corners which is like a big complaint with a lot of f1 tracks that they're not good for racing yeah Um, and like i if you drive russia on the f1 game in my opinion it's pretty fun that's one of my favorite tracks in the f1 game i don't know why it's just so like i think because 90 degree corners are fun to drive because you have to nail them so perfectly yeah Um, but so it was the grid i believe it rained on saturday too so the grid got shaken up um lando was on pole he ended up losing the lead at the beginning he got it back from carlos science and very impressive um, yeah it was his race to lose it was his race to lose Mm -hmm. you know truthfully um i believe lewis ham lewis started fourth and he had a bad start they how did they get him to second place at the end did they I think he that last run, right? He just had a good that last that last run. He was just really coming really strong. Uh, well, he also didn't, what... he didn't really have the best car. It was obviously Lando that day. Yeah, I. But at the end, though, they put him on a, the right strategy. It seemed like they pitted him at a time, and he didn't get caught up in traffic when he left pit road. They pitted right. him at a really good time, and that's really what it is about F one, making sure when they exit pit road, they don't. Um, they don't get caught up in traffic and they did a really good job for Lewis to gain positions like that. And he ended up being in a position to challenge Lando. No one was really catching Lando. Like they had like, I, I think they literally had like a minute gap on the rest of the field. Like, yeah, I, for, I forgot what the running order was before the rain came. Um, but yeah, like, and it was kind of funny with the rain because the entire race the commentators were like, yo, it might rain soon. It might rain soon. Yeah. And I didn't think it was like, going to. Yeah, because at that point, it was just like, and even when it did start raining, it was like, oh, no, nah, they'll be fine with slick tires. It's just raining in one part of the track. Yeah. Narrator, he was this... not fine. Lando was not <laughs> fine. Um, it, this was so intense, watching it start. First of all, Lewis was closing in on Lando. And then second of all, the yeah. rain was coming. And it was just getting heavier and heavier and heavier. And we were at, we were at the end of the race. No other pit stops were like scheduled. Like this was, yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the, the choice to go on enters or not, uh, it turned out you probably should have. Um, right. I don't know. It was just so fun to watch. Yeah, they labeled it as like a degrade a degrade. Fuck me. A degradation. The hell am I trying to say? Degradation. Deg- tire degradation. They, they, y'all know what I'm trying to say. Tire wear. Mm-hmm. It was a tire wear based race. And they kept saying that. And they're like, in the, you know, the beginning of the race, it was like a little slow. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still some action, though, to be fair. Oh, and was, it, yeah. it ended up kind of all culminating at the end. Lewis got to second from not only just pace, but strategy putting pressure on Lando. Those were the two guys they were battling for that win. Mm-hmm. And you weren't sure if Lewis was going to get by Lando Norris. It didn't look like it was going to happen until the rain came and 
I just thought it was I, if I was calling the shots, I would not have pitted um Lewis. Mm-hmm. I thought when he pitted, I was for some reason, I was just like, that's not the right choice to win the race. Of it course, didn't maybe. look like it either. It, it didn't, didn't look like it. Because the rest of the track was dry at that point. Um, it and was really you, only like turn five. And you know, when Land they asked Lando, should you come and get tires? Like, what do you think the track is like? No, he yelled no on the radio. Right. And I don't blame him because he's trying to get his first win. Yeah. He has Lewis coming. It's like, no, I'm not going to back down from this chance at a win. Because if he gets tires, it's the wrong call, then he loses because he got tires. I think they'll either lose a race because it's like, I mean, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of situation. I feel right. Like. Yeah. And Lewis, he, um, they, and I think in terms of like championship mode, Mm-hmm. It was a smart call, and I, but there was one lap where they called Lewis in, and he Lewis did not go in. He said no, yeah. And I think, I think it's it's weird because he he um because he pitted first. I think it put Lando in a situation where if Lando then went and pitted once it was time, yeah, it was just going to be over. He was going to get he was going to be behind Lewis, and yeah. So I get it from that point where okay, you made your bed. You kind of have to stay in it. Yeah. Um, Because, I mean, if only one part of the track was wet, in hindsight, and then Lando pits first, all of a sudden he just threw, he just threw his first career win. Yep. It's just, it's just another example of, I think, Lewis being a smart, experienced driver. He knew when it was the perfect time to get on enters. Um, I don't think Lewis wanted to get on them either, from what they showed on the radio, unless I missed that. Well, at the same time, I get that. But at the same time, he still made the, the mechanical decision to go pit. I think it also could have been fed from the fact that he knew he wasn't going to get by Lando and he yeah. probably wanted to play it safe. And with the championship being so close, he has to. He has to. And, 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 and I mean, Verstappen ended up finishing second. So And that's, <laughs> and that's the thing. If Lewis stayed out, Max Verstappen would have won this race. Right. Could you imagine the scenes if Max Verstappen would have won this race? Last to first. Yeah. Oh my God. And F1, man. F1 is the moment. I'm saying, and I feel for Lando Norris. Everyone feels for him. Definitely. Some people said it's like inexperienced, like he knew that he should have needed enters at a moment. Like, I don't think so. I kind of see it. I, I don't know. They're in two different situations, they're in two different positions on the racetrack battling each other. Lewis is in the championship battle. Contextually, yeah. They are in very, Lando and Lewis were in very different situations, so it's hard mm-hmm. to compare them. But I still think there is something to be said about Lewis's experience. I think helping him, you yeah. know, put enters on, knowing, you know, yeah, I gotta go put enters on. Um, it just all around it sucks. Like, I saw someone say, like, like the engineers with having a more inexperienced driver like Lando, they need to be more like Lando, I'm telling you. You need to come get fucking tires. Right. Like, they kind of left it up to him too much, maybe. Which, you know, we might disagree on that. Um, And, I mean, I'm not a fucking driver. I don't know. So. Yeah, yeah. But either way, it was so entertaining. You didn't know who was going to win until, really, until I think the climax was when Lando lost it. He blew that 20-second lead because you cannot drive slick tires on a wet track. It does not work. Yeah. Um, Like... It, and it just Lando, Lando's win's gonna happen. It oh, could right. even happen this year. Um, 
You he's know, third in points. Yeah, he's ahead of Valtteri. People forget that. I, he's so good. McLaren is good right now. They're really key. good. And I mean, McLaren almost went back-to-back weeks with the back-to-back races with the win. Yep. Like that would've been insane. It's insane. Yeah. God. So now this championship battle is even closer. I I think it's like they've traded the lead several times now. Oh my I think God, Lewis yeah. Lewis is the points leader now, even though they just finished one two. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. And this was Hamilton's 100th win too. Yeah, and that's and, a, that's such a big deal too. A huge like. deal. Yeah. And, they had the graphic, the hundred win graphic of every it was single so cool. win and everything. Um, they've had that sitting for a while, and so cool. We all knew it was going to happen eventually, but um, what a big moment in F one history, and what a time to happen during this season. I know, like Lewis has had so many wins, like that, like Turkey last year, and that's our next track. Like he's, we're just races where he's not the dominant guy. Yeah. He's still, there's been so many races where he's not the dominant guy and he still yep. finds a way to win the race because he's Lewis fucking Hamilton. Like he's just, he kept right. it clean. He made smart decisions. He listened to his team when he thought it was smart. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just, that's a champion right there. That's just a champion. And they've, I mean, they deserve to have the point seed right now because I feel like in terms of versus Verstappen, they've had a bit of a cleaner season. I think. Verstappen, yeah. I think I think Verstappen's won more, but yeah, Hamilton, I would argue that uh, Mercedes and Hamilton they've had they've made just as many mistakes in the pits as Red Bull has, right. but I think on speed Verstappen and Red Bull are probably the better team. Yeah, and I think crazy the accidents Red Bull's been in within their power unit troubles. Yeah. with those yep. accidents, those have really put them behind. But mm-hmm. um, and I lied, Lando's fourth in points apparently. He was third for a while, though. Yeah, I don't know how was, the hell Valtteri got in front of him, but whatever. But he he was third in points. I think at I think it was live points as they run. Yeah, he was you're right. And he was he was third for a very long time. Yeah, he finished seventh in the race, and Valtteri finished fifth. So that probably explained yeah, yeah. maybe I don't know. Either way, I can see Lando getting third in the points. Yeah. I can see it. Um, <laughs> I am um, I'm so excited to see what happens. I say this every F1 week. I now that IndyCar's done, my full focus is on the Formula One championship. Oh my god, this is a championship battle that F1 fans have not gotten since I guess Nico and Lewis. Yeah. And even then, that was a civil war. Like in within within mm-hmm. Mercedes, this is two different teams. The constructors championship is still up for grabs, low-key kind of. Um mm-hmm. but <laughs> Sergio Perez has gotta, he's gotta, you know, fix it. But Man, what a time to watch F1 right before the regs changes, too. And it's like we kind of get that with NASCAR, too. The vibes, like, right before big, like, before the Gen 6 car. People thought, like, yeah. 2011, 2012 were, like, great racing. And we're kind of getting that with, like, NASCAR even now. Like, the parody that we've gotten in NASCAR, the racing has been decent. Right. Except at Las Vegas. Um, yeah. And F1, this is the best F1 season in a long time, people will say. I mean, we've had surprise winners, not from bullshit. Some of them have been from bullshit, low-key. Yeah. Like, you know, throwing red flags for no reason. But, um, yeah, like, I, man, what a fucking time to be alive. What a time to be an F1 fan. Regulation time. changes next year. What a good show. Russia was good. Mm-hmm. I'm a good. And I'm so excited for it the first season the american audience for f1 still growing Mm -hmm. 
still growing. growing. That was the highest viewed um, Russian Grand Prix. To be fair, I think the race was ran at like 5 a.m. last year, Eastern time. So, oh, God, really? I feel like it was. I I might be making that up, but I'm one of those races was 5 a.m. Waking up at 7 my time central was terrible. (laughs) Yeah, bestie, I didn't. (laughs) I recorded it like a smart person. Yeah, like luckily I didn't get spoiled this time like I did at Monza. So um mm-hmm. yeah, Turkey's the next race. I don't think it's next week. I think it's in two. I think it's not next, it's not this week. I think it's uh the week of like the twelfth or something. October tenth, yeah. So it's the next yeah. weekend. Yeah, it's yeah, the 10th, yeah. yeah. So um that'll be fun. Nine AM yeah. Eastern time. That'll be great. Turkey was a great life. Yeah, great race last year, Istanbul Park. Um that it's the quadruple apex turn shit mm-hmm. um also i told alex this earlier quick little um divergence before we go into our fantasy picks i had a dream about f1 last night and it was the united states grand prix at indianapolis number one because my dreams have taste the casting was amazing um and all of the f1 teams had like like pride lgbt liveries like aston martin had a rainbow swoop on the side because you know sebastian vettel gay icon mm-hmm. charles his car wasn't even red like he was still in ferrari but he had some kind of he had some pride flag on it and some mm-hmm. kind of like phrase i think it was like lgbtqa or something uh-huh. or maybe it was some that tiktok meme like be who you are <laughs> <laughs> i don't That's know funny. it was like crazy shit but we had and I remember tweeting in my dream, I can't believe we have a gay F1 race at the United States Grand Prix at Indianapolis. It was a great time. You had to be there. You had to be there. Um, wow. That's awesome. Yep. Just wanted to share that with, with um, <laughs> the, the, the listeners. I think it was, I think it was cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, fantasy picks. Speaking of championships, close championship battles, Alex... Congratulations on mm-hmm. the 2021 Gay Racing Podcast IndyCar Fantasy Pick Championship. Just Thank made you. up that name. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> it was a great battle. It went all the way down to the wire. It was exciting. Um, much like the actual IndyCar Championship yes. battle, mm-hmm. it was, there was potential. There was potential for You had a, a shot at winning. You had but a then, shot. Midway through the race, we were just like, nope, it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think Erickson, like, it, wrecked. The same thing with the actual championship. Yeah. Because uh, you picked Marcus Erickson. Yeah. You needed to win to steal the championship. Yep. Oh, Should have picked Herta. Yep. Damn. I, um, and, you know, I, I just, mm-hmm. I don't know why. I guess I just had, like, bad mojo with Herta still because I feel like, like, he's never won back-to-back races before. I feel like he was going to well, fuck yeah. up at Long Beach it's, somehow. It's hard to pick him because it's like, what's going to go wrong this week? Right. Yeah. So it is what it is. Um, Yeah. It was a hard thought, though. The final points, final points were I had 12 points, you had nine. So it was really close. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, NASCAR, uh, this is our our NASCAR segment. Uh, Really quick, uh, who even won Kyle Larson, I guess? I don't know. Kyle Larson Larson won, right? No! no, it's Hamlin. Fuck it's you! Hamlin Don't even bring that on me. Get out! Get out! You're banned from the podcast. Don't even joke about that because he um, Hendrick Motorsports. Cliff Daniels yeah. had a finger up his no, ass that's, on that's, Sunday. That's right. Yeah. Well, Kyle Larson finished tenth. By the way, that's how bad yeah. that race was. You could not pass. So yeah, Denny Hamlin won. Uh, 
we're gonna make our race picks for Talladega. I got the point. Yeah. I picked Kyle Busch. You picked Bowman. The yeah. bot picked Ross. Yeah, Chastain. Bowman was ass. Bowman was ass. He's not making the next round. He was so ass at Las Vegas. I'm so disappointed. Um, I'm never picking him again. Yeah, boy. we. I have nothing to say about NASCAR. So, like, um, if you want to hear our thoughts about the NASCAR race, I feel like you can look up like any episode from us. And like yeah. we talk so much bad about the package. There's just nothing else to talk about because this was everything that we've been talking about. Like so. And I do want to say this though. I feel like people only really remember how bad the 550 package is. This happened at Kansas last year. When it's a playoff race and there are actual stakes on the line, when they have a yeah. package race, people realize, oh yeah, this shit fucking sucks. That's what it seems like. I feel like people kind of forgot how bad it was. I maybe mm-hmm. because we had a lot of good 750 races. In yeah. general, this year we have we've had a lot less 550 package races too. Um, I will only- say, uh, Jeff Glucks does it a good race poll. Twenty three point four percent of people said yes, it was a good race. Yeah, only twenty three percent. I mean, um, worst just- race of the season based on that poll. I mean, that whole, again, the whole package is based on restart craziness. And when you have yeah. an actual pure race, which we did, yep. you know, what the fuck is Chase Elliott supposed to do? He can't, he doesn't have horsepower. When he, has, when he started closing, I was like, it ain't going to happen. Matt Weaver said it best in the wall. Ended off the, end off the mm-hmm. NASCAR thing here. Yeah. It's like Jaws chasing the Orca, but a wave keeps pushing him back as soon as That he was a close. perfect analogy. Matt Weaver is the smartest man I have ever met. I haven't mm-hmm. even met him yet. I smart, love mm-hmm. him. Shout out to him. He's gonna be back on the ep- the podcast eventually. By the way, um, and then moving our, on from that, we have plans for the Rolex with him too. And apparently January, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, God, yeah. Next NASCAR race, only race next week is Talladega. So I don't know what we're doing next week on the podcast. Well, I guess uh, talking about Talladega. <laughs> well, that's sad. Uh, let's make hey, the pick. Hmm? Well, I'm going to talk about how I'm going to pick the winner. I'm going to pick the okay. winner for this week. I know I am. Well, let's see if uh, Steve has a winner really quick. Yeah, he Who's better the not bot pick my pick. Oh, I'm logged in as myself. Shit. <laughs> it should be interesting, uh, though, because this shakes up our no, usual. Like... Normally, we pick the same guys every week. Um, but right. this should hopefully shake it up. I don't know what your plans are. I know what my plans are. And I'm leaving them with that. Also, um, while Alex gets that ready, hopefully okay. my volleyball I I team won. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if they the, did. Okay, the Steve has chosen Christopher Bell again. Again? I'm pretty sure it picked a Bell at like one of the races. <laughs> I don't picked remember. Picked him at like Richmond or Bristol or something. Steve yeah. has a method. Steve has a it's method. It's picked Reddick twice, Bell twice, and then it picked yep. Chastain um so yeah christopher bell's off the table i don't think that's oh no (laughs) um oh i got my pick ready alex yeah i got my you got got nine points to make up on me which i know um, so i basically just need to win you need three wins like win wins that's crazy man let me Uh, think for a second at least we'll trade at least we'll trade championships true um i still have a chance i still have there's what six races left so yeah, I could I it. could win I could win the next three and be tied with you. So yeah, um, let me think. Okay, 
I know okay. it's hard. It's Talladega. Who the fuck do you pick, right? You know, All Cody right. Ware? Like fucking, I don't know. <laughs> All right, I got my I got my pick. For sure. I got my pick ready. You ready? Yep. Yep. All right. Three, two, one. Denny Hamlin. Joey Logano. Bitch. Bestie. Bestie. Bitch. Denny and Joe. Girl, we're gonna fight. We're gonna fight. Yeah, we gotta fight. Um, it's like that video of two gay guys fighting. That's gonna be us. That's if that if this was Martinsville, that'd be us. Um, so obviously I picked in you know it's funny. I picked Denny at Daytona. He I lost the point to the fucking he, bot. He hasn't won while you picked him before, right? No. Hamlin? No. No. I figure this is the best time because he is the best driver to pick going into Talladega because he has no stress. He's arguably the best True. super speedway racer. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, he hasn't, and he hasn't won a plate race this year. I feel like it's just due for him. I, I don't, yeah. I don't think I, I want him to keep that streak of winning a plate race every year or a super yeah. speedway race. So I got it. He's got the momentum. He's got the confidence. And I think, I think the juju is there. Yeah. I'm say. Joey Logano, though, that's a good pick, obviously. Yeah, I almost went with Brad, but then I'm like, it ain't Dr. Brad. He's not yeah. in right now. Um, not then in. I was like, maybe Ryan, but then it's like, well, he's already won three. I'm not going to get my hopes up. Um, I think I feel in Team Penske, though. I, yeah. I, I think a Team Penske win is due from someone who's not, yeah. not Ryan. Um, mm-hmm. And I I don't think uh, I don't think to Benedetto is going to win. I almost I, I was going to well, pick Eric Jones like I did earlier for the spring Talladega race, but I thought no. I think we're going to have I need to go for wins for this championship, and I think Joey Logano could pull out a win. Make people yeah. think, remind everyone that he's uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, um, and Penske and I mean Penske. Let's that's actually a good pick because think back mm-hmm. on it. They won Talladega. They won Daytona. Joey's the next to get a win. They were going to win the Daytona 500. Right. Until things exactly. went Exactly. So me pick. Ooh, that's a good pick, Alex. That's a good pick. Actually. Thank you. Um, I applaud that. Um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna get good, maybe. Um, yeah. Because we had McDowell as our crackhead winner, and yeah, Kislowski and Blaney were more tame. So I'm I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what happens this weekend. And I I like the racing we had at Daytona. To be fair. Yeah, it wasn't a crackhead. I hope the strategy gets interesting. I hope we have a race like Talladega, not not not, not like Talladega, like like Daytona, the July. Yeah, August. Not, I always say July Daytona. You're all fucked up in this sentence. I you said Talladega. All, you said July. I am all fucked up. I'm tired. We've been going for a while. <laughs> I hope this race is like the summer Daytona race that we had a few yeah. weeks ago, right? And not like the Daytona 500 this year. That's what I was trying to say. Right. <laughs> and not like the usual Talladega race. I, yeah. I'm going to watch. I, I know I said last year I'm never watching one of these again, but I, here I am watching. All four. What else are we supposed to do? I have I'm nothing in COVID else to isolation, do. number one. So yeah. I know I don't have anything else to do. I'll, damn it. The one weekend I have, I have to stay home mm. because I, I know I, my test results come tomorrow. Yeah. But like there's no damn way I don't have COVID. There's no IMSA on. And I didn't get to watch Emza nope. last week. No weekend. IndyCar. No IndyCar. No F1. No fucking, like, no fucking marble racing on YouTube, probably. Fucking mm-hmm. Mario Kart servers will probably go down. Fucking 
GTA racing matchmaking probably won't work. Like fucking no yeah. racing for me. Just fucking Talladega. Yep. That's great. Um Bestie, Bestie, what if we played Mario Kart instead of watching? No, <laughs> bitch, no. I like to I'm, no, I gotta watch I, Talladega. Okay. Fine. I got to. I'm I'll, sorry. I'll, I got to. I'll watch Talladega. Fine. Mm, Whatever. <laughs> the vibes. People. I used to think the spring Talladega race had better vibes. Apparently. No, the fall Talladega race is way better. Okay. I, I, <laughs> I didn't know it was just a passionate subject. <laughs> I just liked it because I feel like the Fox broadcast crew was always better for the plate races back in the day. Uh-huh. I feel like it was better because it was just a Talladega race. There weren't any really championship implications. It made the race better, which didn't yeah. really make sense. But mm-hmm. no, I get it. I think both of them have immaculate vibes, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I'm excited yeah. to see what bullshit comes out of this one. Um, Hopefully we have a safe race. Uh, we've had a lot of dangerous thing. stuff this year. That Joey yeah. Gase incident at Las Even, Vegas. Yeah. Like that was... We didn't even mention what that. Is with, yeah. What is with this season? Yeah. That was fucked. So, like the uh, hub came off. That's fucked. Yeah. So I'm glad he's, I'm glad he's okay. Yeah. yeah. Like people talk shit about Joey Gase and McQuarrie, but I'm glad he's okay. That was that was kind of. Mm-hmm. And TV, fucking Fox Sports made a meme out of it. Like, come on, bro. Come yeah, on, dude. I, Let's... I wasn't in good taste. Yeah. It just wasn't. Um, yeah. This was a fun episode. Um, thank yeah. you, Brooke, again for coming mm-hmm. on. Talked about Dr. Brad and Valtteri yep. and IndyCar. Yep. Any final thoughts? For um, you know, just the usual. I wish NASCAR was better. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I just wish NASCAR was better. It's just frustrating yeah. because it is a not a good time to be a NASCAR fan, but NASCAR has things going for them, right? Like well, Bristol, Darlington, there's... There's the, goods. There's positives. There are still good races. There's still good moments. Larson and Hamlin at Darlington. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Bristol, just Bristol in general is fucking good. We talked about it last yeah. week. It's just, I don't know. It's sad. Right. NASCAR is our, should be our thing. We're Americans. It's on mm-hmm. every week. It should be our thing. It's just. Yeah. Uh, do better, NASCAR. Do better. Um, yeah. But Second it is what it is. All right, y'all. But y'all take care. Be safe. Don't catch COVID. Um, yeah, don't be like Zach. Don't catch COVID. Just kidding. Hey, they brought it home. My roommate brought it home. What the hell? I know you're fucking with me, but... Oh, I am fucking with you. I know. <laughs> Anyways, I'm fine, though. Don't worry about me. It's, I got yeah. Get vaccinated if you're not vaccinated. Get vaccinated. That's what I'll Please tell you, do get vaccinated. My symptoms aren't that bad. Like I'm, Zach I'm, tweeted earlier, Joseph has never won a championship during the pandemic. So, so we in need the to... pandemic. In the pandemic, get vaccinated. So then Joseph will win championship. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The pandemic is why Joseph didn't get a good start into 2020 and lost the championship. And then I feel like the pandemic killed Iowa for a year. And then no Iowa on the schedule is why he lost the championship this year. That is all I'm saying. Anyways, that's all from me. That's (laughs) all from Alex. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Brooke. Thank you, Zach. Y'all take care, be safe, and I'll see y'all next week. Peace out. Go, Joseph. Bye.